The Catalyst, a CEP podcast on bold leadership in the Ocala Metro, hosted by the Ocala Metro Chamber and Economic Partnership, sponsored by Douglas Law Firm, and recorded live at Wiley Productions Podcast Studios, located in Ocala, Florida. Welcome to The Catalyst. I'm your host, Natalie McComb, Vice President for the Ocala Metro Chamber and Economic Partnership Foundation, and I'm joined today by Tracy Straub, Assistant County Administrator for Marion County. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Natalie, thanks for having me here today. So Tracy, you have been with Marion County Board of County Commissioners for more than 20 years. In 2015, you were promoted to the role of County Engineer, which is the role most in our community know you for. Today, you serve in an expanded role as Assistant County Administrator, overseeing not only the Office for the County Engineer, but multiple other departments, including Building Safety, Community Services, Growth Services, and MSTU Assessments. So take me back to that first role that you held of Drainage Engineer. Some may think uh, that would be a more straightforward role, but you were in charge of the county's stormwater program. So tell me more about that and its relevancy today. Wow, Natalie, um, we're going back. So when I was uh, originally onboarded with the county, I was hired as the drainage engineer. It was a two-person department. The county um, at that time was reactive mostly to drainage problems and situations, and we maintained what drainage infrastructure we had. However, uh, the role was changing. When I was hired, they knew there was a federal mandate that had been um, rolled out across the U.S., The Florida Department of Environmental Protection doesn't exist. Department of Environmental Protections don't exist in all states. We happen to have Florida. So it made the transition a little easier for our local communities. But you had to create a program that dealt with water quality, Mm. not just water quantity. Water quantity is that flooding when it rains. Quality is how clean is the water that is going into our stormwater systems. Mm. Throughout most of the U.S., stormwater is viewed as a surface water system. It's going into water bodies, uh, rivers and lakes and streams. In Marion County, we're a little unique, though. Uh, We have what's called closed drainage basins. Most of our runoff does not reach a river or a lake, except for in some few small areas of the county. Mm. Most of our water um, ends up being contained in, um, in closed basins, and oftentimes it finds its way into sinkholes in Marion County. Direct connections into our aquifer. Our, our drinking water is that aquifer. It's relatively shallow. It's that same water that's coming out at Silver and Rainbow Springs. It's the same water that you and I are drinking. So stormwater is the vehicle. Whatever it picks up along the way, whether it's um, leaky oil from your automobile or if it's too much fertilizer that your grass hasn't been able to absorb. Mm. Um, and the bigger issue that has come to light over the years are septic tanks. You know, septic tanks do great things from a health standpoint for, for dealing with human waste. However, it's essentially a fertilizer. So as it rains and, and your septic tanks are leaching, it's getting into the aquifer as well. And it's feeding all the bad things in the aquifer. So, um, you know, today there's been so much more recognition of that. But that was what we were learning when I first came on board with the county, the challenges that we were facing. Um, not not being all about, um, let's save the environment, but being more about what is great for the Marion County community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good balance here because we are so ag strong, we're ag rich, um, we love our horses, we love our springs. Um, so it's a balance. You know, when I first came on board, 
A lot of folks thought I was a tree hugger. <laughs> and uh, who doesn't want to be a tree hugger? They're gorgeous. But, um, but, but this is my community, and this is where I still have to be able to live and afford to live and enjoy it all. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what, we, what we worked on when we first came. Today, it's become so much more just commonplace, common knowledge. Um, huge programs are now being invested in by the state and by our local governments, Marion County included, on, on septic to sewer conversions. I'm sure all of these programs that have been um, and brought in by the government and, and things like that to help at least move some communities over to, you know, off the septic and, and on to, um, to community sewer and all of that, that has been huge and at least addressing a little bit of the concern of our springs and the leaching, correct? It absolutely has. Yeah. And again, Marion County will never get rid of all of its septic tanks. It just doesn't make sense to go out and tackle all of our rural areas. But our we've had a lot of growth um, in our subdivisions. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of subdivisions that were not close to town that didn't start out on municipal sewer systems. And so those subdivisions, easy examples, Silver Spring Shores, Marion Oaks, they're lacking uh, in a lot, of the, a lot of having sewer infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Those are quarter acre lots. They're financially feasible to get to. And so the county is actively doing programs like that. And there's a lot of grant money to help do those programs. So Tracy, for you um, coming into this expanded role as assistant county administrator, having that engineering background, um, I'm sure it was quite an undertaking learning all these new departments and building those relationships. What advice would you give to other leaders who are stepping into expanded roles who who may need to do similar things and, and learning other parts of their organization? Natalie, some of this was certainly foreign territory when I when I accepted the position. Um, folks that I did not work with on a technical standpoint. Um, you know, I knew our building official, of course, mm-hmm. and, um, but, but I don't know building construction. I would never pretend to know building construction. Um, same thing with, with our planning and zoning teams um, and, and the programs that Grow Services does and the phenomenal programs that, that touch the community with our community services department. Those are things that are very, very foreign to me. So it's important to build relationships, um, listen to what is going on in, in their world, um, listen and look, don't, don't react, um, gain knowledge, gain confidences and trust with people that know these things much better than you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I um, had to put into play is not being the know-it-all not being the, the first person with all the answers. Um, I had to be very cognizant and build confidences with teams and say, I don't know this. I need your help. We all want to be successful, and I need your help. And then making sure they, they shine with their, their successes as they help me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And any lessons learned as a part of that in, in your early days? A big change for me, um, being intentional. Um, so I've learned to uh, be more precise with meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, be intentional about your agenda and what you're here to accomplish and, and accomplish that. And then know that when you do have the occasional meeting um, that is not that routine on the schedule, living by meetings, that when you do have those occasional team meetings, that they know that this is the team meeting that we are going to um, celebrate each other. We're going to have some sidebar conversations. We're going to get caught up with the squirrels and the rabbits, um, the bright, shiny objects. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that those are those meetings to enjoy in a, in a different fashion than the ones that you do need to be intentional and on point with. Mm-hmm. 
That's great advice. Um, and how important is is business and and the involvement of the general public in the work that you do? Natalie, I think that is by far uh, extremely important, by far the most important thing that any government agency can do. Um, Marion County Board of County Commissioners, as a staff person on that team, we are here for the public. We're here to, to make sure that we can answer questions, be accessible, um, walk people through processes. Government is scary for a lot of folks. They don't know what they're getting into. Some folks are used to doing business with us, and that's one thing. But, um, but you're an individual, and you don't know if you need a, um, a building permit to change out a fan in your house or not. And you don't need to be afraid to ask that question. Mm-hmm. So all of us have to work on making sure that we make you comfortable, that, that we're your neighbor. We're here to be your neighbor and to be supportive. Um, and one of the things that I like to say to anybody Local government is the most accessible government there is. We all get caught up in what's going on, you know, at the national level. Politics is just crazy. But our local commissioners and council people, they are our neighbors. You have the best opportunity to have one-on-one conversations and actually effectuate change. You'd be amazed at some things that people call me about that they didn't think to call me about. Simple stuff. You drive down your neighborhood road so more often than I ever would. And when you call and say, hey, is this right? Well, gosh, no, that's not. Mm, Let's fix mm-hmm. it. So um, I, I think it's incredible, um, incredibly important for us to have meaningful relationships with our business partners and our citizens and let them know that we are here to help and support. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, the field um, that you're in, engineering, and, and certainly in county administration, could both be very male-dominated fields. Um, what has this meant for your experience kind of rising through the ranks as, as a woman? Um, you know, Natalie, I, I am just very driven, and um, there is nothing that I just do. When I take on any bit of work, any bit of effort, you do it right. And so I don't, I don't know that I particularly, I guess I'm a little self-centered as well. Um, so I, I didn't particularly notice if it was a man or, or, a, or a woman in the room. Um, I did what I felt like was right. Mm-hmm. And uh, people began to trust me and have confidences in me. Um, I think that's important for anybody um, in any career, whatever you do, do what you say you're going to do. Um, do it well. Be attentive to to your your job, your your skill sets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that will take care of you. And what do you see as your biggest challenges to be addressed in the next twelve months? In in Marion County, we have seen so much growth over the last two years. So we're faced with some of the same challenges that um, individuals are at home: the the financial strains, um, the inflation, the cost of inflation, how long it takes to find a contractor. Um, to get the services done. So those those right there are just practical day-to-day challenges that we deal with that I just think everybody recognizes from your own personal lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but with all that said, funding is always a tremendous challenge. Mm-hmm. So all those things have led to cost increases. Um, they've led to us having to negotiate because there's only so many contractors here locally. Which, which project is the priority? Um, I know, you, I know um, we want to do all five of these, but I don't have enough contractors to get them all done. Asphalt materials are, are not showing up. 
here locally like they need to. Mm-hmm. So which project do I have to get done? So juggling all of that, we um, we look to we hope that that gets a little bit better with materials and goods coming our way. Um, but it, it's it's a cost strain. And then as we um, we look in the long range for what our needs are, I have over six hundred million dollars of unfunded road projects that I know I need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a huge dollar amount. And so funding is the challenge. Um, Mm -hmm. I treat every project like it's my tax dollars. It's extremely important to me that I deliver um, a a project that we're all proud of, but that we did it very affordably for the community. So um, we're always going to be looking for ways to make the dollar go further, um, make it stronger, make it last longer. Um, that's, that is a huge challenge. And I've been extremely lucky that our, um, community voted in a, um, a one cent sales tax Mm -hmm. over the last several years. Um, I am going to be asking our County commission if they would support that option in the future, because I don't know what other funding we we would have to come up with a different funding mechanism if we don't, um, get to continue that type of process. We try to be very transparent about all of that work, not only just our sales tax work, but all of our budgets. Um, we have some really good budget documents online. Mm-hmm. Anybody can access them. The Marion County website isn't always the easiest to maneuver for, through, but um, but it, the budget documents are very clearly there. Um, our web our meetings are on on the internet. If you don't get to attend a board meeting or even a budget hearing. Um, you can look at those online and, and listen to those conversations um, and then certainly call and ask questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good advice. And and as you look at, at your last 20 years of service to Marion County, um, what are what are you most proud of? You know, I have um, a number of things that I'm really proud of. Um, Marion County has done a lot to improve employee morale. Mm. Um, it's very important to build relationships, um, with our, with our employees, which builds relationships with our communities. Uh, when I first came on board with Marion County, we were a little backwards. We were a little old fashioned. I noted it. Um, but you know, it was quaint. It was, it was homey. Mm -hmm. Um, and today I'd like to tell you that we're quaint and we're homey, but we're, we're a lot more progressive, um, in, in our people skills and our relationships and our technology, um, and I, um, I, I just think that that is wonderful, that that was a true evolution that occurred. And I hope that we can continue that. Um, also, you know, road projects and funding sales tax is an example of, I, that meant a lot to, to have that confidence from the community to receive sales tax and be able to deliver more road projects more timely. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've been so strong in our, um, road construction, over the years. And, and that's not just because of me. That's also because of our county administrator as the former county engineer. He built great relationships with the Florida Department of Transportation. Um, we have been able to do some very successful partnerships with DOT and getting projects done so much so that um, we moved the interchange, the interchange north of the city of Ocala, the one that everybody's heard mm-hmm. is coming because of Bucky's. Yeah. I didn't even know Bucky's wasn't anywhere in the picture um, when we started talking about that interchange, and it wasn't anywhere in the picture when we started working with DOT to get it moved from 2045 construction to 2025. Wow. I think that says a lot about our partnerships, our relationships, doing what we said we were going to do, delivering what we promised we were going to deliver. 
um, it, it it was really meaningful. And I'm, so I'm a true um, if you build it, they will come, right? Well, sure. New, new interchange, move it up, and hey, now we got Bucky's, right? What a what a match made in heaven there. That's uh, uh, for for a, a new interchange for us there. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, you know, one of the things we like to do on the show here is, is to allow you to, uh, to talk about um, a not-for-profit organization um, that you'd like to highlight. Um, any, anyone in particular? You know, Natalie, over the last several years, um, I've heard about The Rock. Mm-hmm. And um, when you look at their materials and you get an opportunity to talk to their team, uh, you see what they do. So exciting. Um, I had, like I said, I heard about them over the last couple of years. The Rock um, provides for school children in need, um, and they started at the high school level, mm-hmm. and they're moving into the middle school level. I just think that's tremendous. Um, you know, my family didn't have two nickels to rub together on many occasions, and just having somebody that can offer you that kind of help and support, little things. High school is so weird. You can be so <laughs> uncomfortable. You know, you want to be a cool kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I promise you I was not a cool kid. I was the class nerd, and I'm proud of it. Um, but it's great when you have folks like that that make it easier for you. And now a word from our sponsor. Hello, this is Jeremiah Block with the Douglas Law Firm. We are a full-service law firm with many practice areas to serve your particular needs. We are located in downtown Ocala at 110 North Magnolia Avenue. Coming from a seventh-generation family here in Ocala, I am honored for our law firm to partner with the CEP to bring you these podcasts. We hope you enjoy. So now on to our lightning round questions. Um, What trait do you value most from members of your team? Accountability and trust. Best part about living in Ocala? So Ocala's home. Um, I grew up here. Um, My family is from here, so I love it. Uh, It's beautiful. Um, big giant oak trees, gorgeous moss. It, it's, I, I just love when I come home from a vacation and I just see that look of it. And Ocala is safe. Mm. You know, I, I love being able to call Ocala my hometown and I can tell people I still live in a safe community that looks gorgeous. Mm. Top band in your playlist right now. Who are you listening to? So right now, and most of my life, actually, it's Tom Petty, but I um, have uh, recently been given um, Live at the Fillmore. Oh, nice. And I, uh, that is a, um, that's a great um, set of tracks. Um, and it's just a neat whole experience to hear him play over a month's period of time um, with a, a different pl- playlist every night and just the chatter that goes on and the fun and the vibe of it. And I think everybody should have um, a work environment that's that enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show today. Again, we were with Tracy Straub, Assistant County Administrator for Marion County. Thank you, Tracy. Natalie, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Catalyst hosted by the Ocala Metro Chamber and Economic Partnership, sponsored by Douglas Law Firm, and recorded live at Wiley Productions Podcast Studios. New episodes, guests, and perspectives on leadership premiere twice a month. Follow us on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Have a suggestion for a future guest? Email us at thecatalyst at ocalacep.com.